Hi and welcome to Arrow Bandwidth. This is our annual trip to InfoSec where we get to talk to the best, most influential people in the cybersecurity industry. Sit back and enjoy the next few weeks of our brilliant coverage from this fantastic event. Okay, Nathan, thank you for coming down. So, uh, where are you from? I'm from Deep Secure. Fantastic. And um, so, we had a podcast with Deep Secure only earlier this year. Now, for the people who didn't hear it, and for my learned friend, uh, Mr. Holmes here, could you take me through something that took me a good 15 minutes to wrap my head around by the tagline of Deep Secure is that... Uh, So we we provide a solution that um, performs a content transform on data. So we don't detect any threats. That's that's the thing which yeah. is a scratchy head moment because a lot, lot of vendors, obviously, um, especially in the context of why we're here, the yeah, next three days, they go out of their way. Most yeah. vendors uh, here today are um, detecting or hunting and that sort of thing. We don't okay. do that, right? So okay. we actually assume all data is hostile, and, um, <laughs> and right. uh, we, we transform it. Huh? Um, Explain, please. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's take a scenario uh, of let's say I want to email you a PDF. Okay, cool. And um, so, if DeepSecure was in the way of this transaction, um, yes. the platform would receive the um, email with the attachment, yeah. and um, then it would say, "Well, okay, I don't trust any of this any of this data because uh, why should I?" Some of my emails. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so why why should we trust it? So uh, we will just assume it's hostile. Um, right. What we then do is say, "Well, this information still needs to arrive at the recipient's mailbox." So. Yep. We're going to take the PDF and we're going to um, extract the business information. I'll come back to that because people say, well, how do you know about what, what's business information and all that sort of stuff. But, so we're going to extract this business information. Okay. And then we, um, we verify, um, we, we turn it into a very simple format. So let, the PDF is quite a complex data format. Yeah. So we extract the information from the PDF yeah. and turn it into a very simple structure. Um, okay. We then verify the structure and then we build a brand new PDF on the inside and put back in the information that makes it the, inf- the business information that you want to receive. Yep. So uh, this is pretty cool. So all the, all the junk, all the metadata that as a user I, I wouldn't see or care about, yep. you basically are abstracting out the information that I do care about from what's inbound, putting it in something that is within the enterprise so you, you know what it is, where it is and can... You're not even verify it. You know its source and its origins well, yeah, it's because it's within the enterprise, and you give that to me as the user, and I don't know any difference from what somebody sent me. And yeah. and it's it's natively transformed, which means it's a fully functional PDF. You can cut and paste, and you can do whatever you like with it. Besides, so um, none of the functionality. None of the functionality, and and it's not just for PDFs. It's also for Office X. So I was going to say, if is this is it is this built? Primarily around comms, so yeah, email from whichever provider it might be, or or what, where, where? So, <laughs> oh, wow. so yeah, um, give me another fifteen minutes, soldier. <laughs> uh, we haven't even touched on steganography yet, have we? So nope. we'll come back to that one. But um, this this is this is for um, data formats. There's about fifty formats that we natively support. Oh. So we've gone for all of the. Um, low-hanging fruit in terms of what comms and collaboration types exactly yeah. so it's office x it's um, adobe it's image formats which are quite dangerous they, they can be used to conceal a lot of information i'll come back to that in a second oh, oh my god oh <laughs> this is this, this is the mind-blowing this is what uh, yeah this is quite quite cool uh 
but um, we also do structured data as well. So in terms of the use cases, we do this. This works for um, email transactions. This works for file transfer. You, you might be putting stuff into an Amazon bucket and bringing it into your enterprise, or vice versa. Uh, you, you might want to be creating a secure enclave to store all your clean data in, like your secret. Uh, information you d you don't want that to mix with stuff yes. that's unknown, yeah. um, and and also um, it, it works for uh, web services transactions, so very fast data center machine to machine type stuff. So front end back end applications, yeah, JSON XML. We you so, yeah, I sorry, I, I wasn't kind of hopefully leading you to a fall, I, which yeah. is why I was a bit hesitant about yeah. comms and collaboration. It's, but it's it's um, the the core transformation engine has many uses, and we're we're building a lot of these wraparound sort of bolt-ins. And, and so the portfolio that's going to, in Arrow, is going to grow because um, right now we snap into things like um, web gateways. So we're an ICAP integration to web gateway. So if you're browsing, if your users are downloading content, we would live transform the, the, the data into something new uh, and the user doesn't know it's happening. Um, so, so near zero latency. So if it's, if it's a four or five meg, uh, Data sheet. I'm not trying to trip you up. No, I'm just trying to get my head no, around uh, this. But, but um, the, the use case for this is uh, for, for web browsing is a lot of a lot of enterprises are saying, well, we have a sandbox and we put things through sandboxes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The you know we're not saying you don't need a sandbox because we can actually pre-filter a sandbox. But what's happening is um, the the concept of me downloading a PDF, let's say, on, from the web to my network. Yeah. It may go through a sandbox and it might take. 15 minutes to arrive on my endpoint because it ha might be stuck somewhere. Yeah. And then I realize I've got the wrong one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I have to go back through the whole process. Awesome. So um, the concept is, and this is a live PSC we're doing right now, um, the customer is very much looking for the ability to improve user experience. Yes. And so um, the point is that when we pull something down from the, the, the outside world and we transform it over a, um, a web gateway, we yeah. are not looking at any signatures for detecting, detecting any threats. Uh, so we're having to go through a process of going through a big database of things that we know about, because we don't care about that. Right. We are lifting information out and building a brand new PDF. So when you yeah. compare it side by side to what an industry has today where they're doing an AV scan on that file, mm. uh, this actually happens much quicker than doing a, an AV scan. So that's the point. Um, the, the 4 or 5 meg PDF will take less than a second to be transformed, fully functional, brand new. Um, if it's a 50 meg brochure with very high graphics, it might take about 15 seconds to perform that transformation because that's a lot more uh, effort. But 15 seconds, I think, is probably okay. Yeah, um, 15 seconds, 15 minutes, yeah. yeah. And of course, I'll give you 15 seconds. You can't complain. But what you can do also is you can increase your, because um, this, this can be on a virtual machine that's plugged into your web gateways. This can be, you can increase the performance of your virtual machine if, you're, if you need to. And you can also dedicate certain machines to do certain functions. So one could be like your PDF washer or something. Um, and one could be for your Office X documents. And that can be controlled by your, your proxy uh, policy. So it's quite, it's quite clever. But, um, it's pretty cool, eh? <laughs> How often do you get this lock? <laughs> yeah. Well, wow. I mean, I was, so um, I, it may look like for people who are not looking at this for the first time or will listen to this first time, that I'm not that blown away. But I literally heard this month ago yeah. and I was, it's a really innovative way of firm. doing security and, yeah. and doing such a high level of security as well. Um, and so we, we're going for all the stuff that's really quite hard, like um, fileless malware and zero day, because uh, everyone's like, well, zero day. So how do you do zero day? So, yeah. well, oh, yeah. 
so the question is, I can't tell you what I, I can't tell you the threats I've removed because I don't know what they are today. I'm stopping everything and I'm not looking. So if I'm only looking for the information that I need to deliver to the business, I don't care about the, the other stuff, I will natively leave that behind and I will build you a document that has your business information in it and give it to you. So all the threats that may or may not exist in that document, because remember we, we just treat everything as hostile, we don't care, um, will be left behind. But we do have the option to keep the original that you might want to put into a data lake at some point and oh. do something with. <laughs> because then you can do, you can go back in time. Because uh, let's say... So, yeah, right. Yeah, ah. yeah there you go. <laughs> right, so, so a, a signature comes out next week, and you can replay that against last week, this t today's data that we've stored. That Then you can say, actually, there was a threat that came in, but actually it was stopped at the front door because the deep secure solution transformed it out of the way. Um, so I can now prove that the solution, the efficacy of, efficacy of the solution essentially is, is um, being able to replay historical data against it. Pretty but cool, eh? Pa, pa, pa. Yeah. But that, that we've only talked about the inbound threats. Uh, the outbound threat is also there as well. And People we, exfiltrating data. Yeah, COVID, yeah, COVID, yeah. So we get, we go for... So what? So I, I said... On, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll I was quite excited about this because this is... Because uh, we, we it's, it's bi-directional as a solution. So we, um, we have this ability to deal with covert data loss. So we're not oh. we, are, we are not looking yeah. we are not looking for um, policies that are, you know we, we don't look for credit card numbers we don't look for violations of policy against your corporate um, data protection that sort of thing um, we yeah. go for um, destroying information that's hidden or buried away in, in a format of a document that shouldn't be there so um, this is where we go on to the realms of steganography and which really got David excited last time um, this is because it's cool. Yeah, and it sounds a bit like a dinosaur. What's not to love? Yeah. Oh god, it's just ticking yeah. every box for you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so it is cool, but it's not a dinosaur. Um, <laughs> but it has been around for a long time. But hey. um, most most of the time, it's quite hard to deal with. So, so steganography. Steganography. Easy for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might know the definition, but could you please explain? Um, concealment of um, information in a cover image or cover format. So yes. So for example. Um, like, uh, you, like you would read in a good spy novel from the distant days in Victoria and Victorian, putting a hidden meaning in something to send well, a sort of code. not coding, but I know what you mean. Hiding so something I, in something I, that I I could take a different purpose. Yeah, I mean, so I could take a spreadsheet of customer records. Yes, and I could embed that into an image. Yes, and I could email it out. I can tweet it out. I've just sent an image. <coughs> yeah, just sent I can send it. Nice day at the office. Exactly. Yeah. Holiday exactly. picture, yeah. all that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and you have an organization that's got 20 or 30 security solutions in place doing detection and what sort of stuff. Um, and DLP's there looking for known policy stuff. It just sees a picture. Yes. And this is quite, um, it's quite easy to apply because you can download Steg Tools. Android mm. Store has Steg Tools. Yeah. Uh, you can get open source Steg Tools and install those. Uh, it, it's quite um, and, and the industry sort of coined the phrase stegware and stegware is no, stegware is a combination of um, steganography and malware using steg to conceal the malware um, mm -hmm. so, so for the inbound threat you'd have malware concealed in a could be a banner image so yeah. malvertising mm -hmm. which yeah. is uh, um, uh, obviously out there um, uh, you have to trigger the steg to, to actually um, 
decode the banner and bring it in and do stuff. But um, on the outbound threat where you can conceal data, it's last, last, last InfoSec we had a demo where we had uh, Othello, the, the script of Othello embedded into an image and we could do it four times and the image had no degradation in quality. So the quantity of data that can be exfiltrated is quite alarming. So it's, it's a big issue. Um, people are starting to get aware of what, how steganography can be used. Um, by now, a, by a, a trusted hostile within the organization. Yes. So, so if you bi-directional yeah. and somebody tries to do that, yeah. what do they receive? Please tell me they just receive a picture. Because that would be the ultimate irony. That's all you get is the oh. picture. Thank you. Because you re have just remember, my dear. Remember, what we're about is we're delivering the information. <laughs> yeah. So we are. So if you have a nice picture of your fluffy cat, oh, we had cats last time. Uh, the image of you were tweeting, for example, you'll be tweeting your your cat's picture, and the person on the outside who's receiving this gets no message. They just get the cat. Yeah. So we effectively have we we destroy this technology. Um, we apply a process which uh, is, is very unique to what we do, which means that the image can no longer be used for seg. So we, can't, we almost kind of seal the image so it can't be used again. Wow, I didn't know um, and we're sort of exploring things about that in the future, what we might do with that. But um, I just love the fact that you still deliver the image. I think yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. ultimate yeah. irony. I so, love that. So, so back in 2016, this is going to come on to why we've yes, done some sorry. work with F5 as well. Uh, oh, this is only yeah. just okay. brand new last week. Um, the back in 2016, there was a steg, steg, there was a steganography-related um, issue with a certain e-commerce platform. Mm. Um, now, what was happening was um, a hacker had managed to, to deposit a PHP script onto the platform, the e-commerce yeah. platform. Um, when the browsers were checking out, so let's say you're going to buy some perfume for your wife or, or what have you. Um, when you're checking out, the uh, you go through a shopping cart process and it shows you a summary of what's in your shopping cart, that yeah. sort of thing. The summary, you get a thumbnail image of your perfume bottle. And then it asks for your credit card number and you're typing it in. Um, the PHP script was taking the input from the uh, credit card field and encoding it into the thumbnail image of the, of the uh, perfume bottle. Um, and as soon as you check out, it would then send a copy of that image to the, um, the hacker on the outside, and he can decode it and take out the information from it. That's crazy. And it was completely invisible. You can't detect this type of thing going on. So um, uh, after time, there was something they were doing some audits on the um, the platform, and I was like, well, there's a very strange PHP file here. What's this doing? And obviously, then you can work out what's going on because you can follow the script and see what's yeah, doing. Yeah. So. Um, my, my colleagues back at, back at the ranch were saying, well, how do we, how do we sort of fix this sort of stuff mm. going on? Well, if you've got something like an um, application delivery controller in front of your farm of servers, mm -hmm. uh, they, they can send us the content on the way out. So we can transform it as it goes out. Uh, and that's, that's quite straightforward for us to do. So you can literally throw it at our transform engine, let's call it, mm -hmm. uh, and we can deliver the perfume bottle to the outside world, but transform out the credit card number, so it just gets thrown away. So just just uh, a natural cleansing process of that image, as it were, um, brand new data given out to the to the, to the, um, the hacker, but so we've disrupted the covert channel. So we talk about with our customers, we are not replacing DLP, because if you had a slide in a, in a PowerPoint presentation and you typed in credit card numbers and you sent it out of your company, um, we wouldn't 
detect it because we are not looking for credit card numbers. If you then encoded that credit card number into an image or you know, somewhere where it should not be, yes. then it gets transformed out of yeah. the way. Yeah, I, I think it's super cool. And what I like oh, about it is it's, um, you know, it sort of I removes... Yeah, you wrap your, your head, when you wrap your head around it, I, I hate to say it, because it, it's not that it becomes obvious, but you just say, my, my first thought is, has nobody done this before? Because it's... It's so such... I mean, it's a simple concept of, right, I'll tell you what, I don't trust anything. Mm. Yeah. So this... This has, this has become more interesting since our last podcast because Gartner have released um, a paper yeah. and um, it's, it's all about the sort of um, how, do you deal, how do you deal with evasive attacks. Yeah. And the, it's, it's, the paper's called Beyond Detection and um, that's quite cool for Deep Secure because we are all about not detecting threats, we are about transforming them. And actually this paper has five patterns Right. And one of those is using content transform as a means to just remove the threat and, and don't worry about having to look for it. So it's quite a new area. It's, it's um, certainly, I mean, we've had the platform now for about two years. Uh, it, it, content transform is well known in public sector areas, you know, like um, government and defense, but uh, it's quite new for enterprise commercial space. So I was going to ask, so, you know, if, if the platform's been around two years, what, what's the current customer base look, look like? Is it is it typically Places depends. we can't usually talk about. It's, okay, cool. uh, it is deployed in many um, locations which is where you know sensitive data is passing across boundaries, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but we are uh, have done a number of successful uh, PSEs and, and financial services are a considerable uh, interest in, in that space because they yeah. are very concerned about covert loss. Yeah. So trading um, algorithms and that sort of thing can be easily hidden inside data and, and, and sent out. So they they, uh, they, are, they are worried about that sort of use case. Um, they want to provide safe browsing to their, their employees. Mm -hmm. Employees want to be able to do more things on the web. Um, how do we make that work with some of the um, web isolation platforms like Fireglass, yeah. that sort of thing? Right, yeah. you know, at some point you have to consume content. So the point you say, yes, I want that PDF or that file, then that's where we jump into action and just say, well, you can have that file only if we can transform it. That's fantastic. Well, look, Nathan, second time round, <laughs> and you've left Rich. <laughs> well, as people who know me will testify, it takes a lot to make me speechless. Well, that I did say so. So the way I brilliant. so the way I sort of teed him up for it was like, this is the security platform that doesn't think about security, just does like insane copy and paste. And he was like, what? Yeah. But no, it's really, really cool. It's very clever. You must see it. Love it. But no, thank you, Nathan. Brilliant, Nathan. Appreciate your time. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this InfoSec Security Special. We're going to be back next week with more coverage from this fantastic event. Stay tuned and speak to you then.